Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is season three, episode number 80, The Journey, Summer of Self-Love. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Pop in your favorite earbuds, and here we go. The Summer of Self-Love. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. We all know what that time period was like. This podcast came to fruition as I sat in my backyard thinking, how could I share my wisdom, my knowledge, and most of all, what I was experiencing personally, knowing there were probably millions of people out there experiencing the same thing. Well, now this is season three and this podcast has evolved. And every week, it's a different topic, a different subject that I hope you can relate to as I talk from a professional standpoint as well as a personal standpoint. So check me out, as I mentioned before, on my website. You can go to my Instagram and my Facebook account, and I'll have some different posts and different coping skills that you can utilize during your leisure time. Yes, a recreational therapist focuses on your leisure time. For addictions, it's how to use your leisure time more productively. For someone who suffers from depression, it's ways to use that time to help elevate your mood and your spirit. And anxiety, ways to get out there and learn how to decrease your levels of anxiety and control those panic attacks, doing fun things. Yes, I had a job where I talked about how to do fun things to help with help you with your mental health. And so now here I am on the podcast doing those same things that I used to do within a therapy group within psychiatric hospitals. We all need help. We all want to grow. We all want to evolve and move forward. And what better way to do that is in self-love. Summer is my favorite season of the year. There's a sense of freedom and calm and peace and that smell in the air of warmth and salts and flowers blooming and maybe even those summer vacations that are in the future for yourself. Mine will be coming up very soon, so I'm very excited about that. And I will be sharing reels from my trips that I will be taking in the next few weeks. So check those out also on my Instagram or my Facebook. Summer of self-love. What does that actually mean when you hear me say that to you? Yes, self-love is taking care of your daily needs, being well-kempt, showering, brushing your teeth. You may be saying, why is she even saying that? Because for some who are suffering from a deep depression or bipolar disorder or extreme anxiety, have difficulties just with those basic self-care skills. And it takes all the energy that they have to get up out of bed, to brush their teeth, to take a shower, to wash their hair, to keep their clothes clean. So we need to always step out of our little bubble sometimes when we don't understand people who are in those types of situations. If you see a friend or family member who's starting to look like they don't sleep enough, they're not taking care of themselves, they look unkempt, 
that may be a warning sign that something deeper is going on with them. So if you're not somebody who suffers that in that way, it's good and I'm happy that that is the place that you are not in. But for those of you who are or know someone who is, keep an open mind. It's the little steps that are like mountains for them. Those little steps that we don't think are enough for us to evolve may be big steps for them. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so how do we self-love ourselves? We can give ourselves a big hug. If you go to my website, you'll see a picture from my blog of someone hugging a tree with a big heart on it. Hugs are fabulous. We can hug ourselves. We can hug others. Self-love. Easy. But it's not so easy for a lot of us. There is that inner bully inside of our heads who are constantly telling us negative things about ourselves. Yes, it's us repeating it to ourselves in our head. It's a negative mantra. A mantra is a saying, a quote, that you repeat to yourself over and over again. If you're someone who's done yoga, there'll be mantras that you will repeat over and over again as you are doing your yoga practice. And so those mantras are words that we repeat to ourselves over and over. And for a lot of us, there's that bully inside of our head. Yes, an internal bully that keeps feeding ourselves the mantras of negative self-talk. We're basically beating ourselves up on the inside. I mean, we all deal with bullies. There's so many bullies out there in the world. I mean, our kids, for God's sakes, in school, it's just a never-ending thing. Even in, in the workplace, there are bullies. But to have a bully inside your head feeding you this negative self-talk every time things don't go exactly as they are planned. And let's face it, in life, the majority of things don't go exactly how we plan them. Some negative self-talk mantras are, you're too fat, you look ugly. Why couldn't you do that right? Why are you always separating yourselves from others in groups? Why did you just drop that, you idiot? You need to start to learn how to be mean to yourself more. You can never do anything right. Sound familiar to any of you? Maybe not exactly, but those were just kind of things that I have heard in different sessions before of negative self-talk. And let me remind you, I do it too. We're all human. Just because I sit here talking to you about different things that I've heard from clients over the years doesn't mean I don't give myself negative self-talk and that there's a negative mantra that plays in my head or that inner bully that likes to give me a little punch every now and then. It's hard to push that inner bully aside. I mean, it's easy to put ourselves down. It's a lot harder to build ourselves up. That's why 
when we talk about positive coping skills and finding the energy to change your thought process takes work. It's not an easy thing to do. I don't sit here and and proclaim to say, okay, all you have to do is start saying some positive things in your head and those negative self-talk mantras will end. No, some of those negative self-talk mantras, that inner bully is because it can evolve from having too much anxiety, from suffering from depression, or maybe it's a learned behavior. Maybe you grew up in an environment with parents who are constantly putting you down or siblings who are constantly putting you down that you were never good enough as your older sibling. You're not smart enough. You're not successful as they are. You don't do things as good as they are. I mean, our external environment, the people in our lives, can create a learned behavior with inside of ourselves. I mean, let's face it, if someone keeps saying to you all these negative things about yourself, you're going to start to absorb it. You're going to start to believe it. And then something clicks in the brain and it becomes a learned behavior to bully yourself internally. And it can be very frustrating. It can be very... Um, bring you down. It can hold you back from moving forward in your life. And so if it is something that anxiety and depression is causing this negative self-talk that's just really affecting how you're functioning in life, please seek out a professional so that you can go through these issues and talk about it and work through the best ways to change the negative talk to positive talk. If it's a learned behavior, let's talk a little bit today. Um, for me, it's a total learned behavior. Um, just when I was younger, I, I struggled with my weight, with how people saw me. I was so always so concerned on how people would see me and what people would think about me and how they would perceive me. And I mean, that went into my adult years. Um, of these things that people would say to me, you know, kids are mean about my body. I don't have the, the typical body shape. And, and so these things you absorb and they become part of your fabric of who you are. Now, just because it's a fabric doesn't mean you can't rip that apart. And so that's the goal is to reverse that inner bully of learned thought process and change it gradually as time goes on with positive, healthy mantras and have a friend inside of you instead of a bully inside of you. Now, nothing is perfect, and we will always, once in a while, have that little negative self-talk going on in our head. It's what we do with it when it happens, how we counterbalance that negative thought process to ourselves. I know as you're listening to me, you're probably starting to think of some of the negative self-talk that you give yourself. When you talk negatively to yourself internally, are you giving yourself self-love? No, you're not. And so this is the summer of self-love. This is your goal that I'd like you to think about because there's not one of you out there that can't tell me that you beat yourself up inside internally. 
if you're a parent, I mean, it's so hard to raise children. And, you know, we wish it, every child would grow and mature along the same levels, but they don't. There's ups and downs and there's struggles. And then when you start to see within your own children some of your own insecurities that you feel like you've put on to them, that creates a whole thing that goes on in your head. And what happens when we constantly bully ourselves? We bring ourselves down. We start to feel depressed and anxious. So we have to learn how to just change that thought process around. Now, it took me a long time to come up with my own mantra. And yes, I have my own mantra, and that's what I want you to work on is what saying or thought process could you say over and over and over? And if you've done yoga, you know what I'm talking about, or meditation, where they have you repeat words over and over. I want you to create your own mantra. A few set of words that you just say to yourself because you feel like it. Or when those negative little bees start buzzing in your head, you say this mantra that you've created for yourself to counterbalance it, to shush those bees away so that your brain is clear, it's focused, and you've raised your self-esteem in the same time. So I'm going to share my personal mantra, and it is personal to me, but you're listening to me. And so we're on a level of pers being personable because I share and you listen and you keep listening. So we're sharing together. So my personal mantra is create your own daily positive mantras for yourself. So here we go. Here's mine. I have the power inside myself to conquer. 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 I just felt good just saying that to you. It's a way that I know my day is going to start off right after I'm done with this podcast and that no matter what comes my way, I have the power inside myself to conquer and in the end give myself self-love. So when you have this inner bully inside your, your head, our goal is to turn that into an inner cheerleader. Just like I did, repeating my mantra, I'm cheering myself on inside of me instead of punching myself inside of me. So I'm pushing away with this mantra. My brain is hearing the words and my body is vibrating as I'm saying them. And I can hear the sounds and I can feel within my heart the peace that comes as I repeat my mantra. Now, you may feel a little uncomfortable doing a mantra in the beginning, and, and I understand that. It's maybe something that in your upbringing you would never even think about doing, or it's hard to focus just on ourselves and give ourselves that peace, that self-love time. Yes, your personal mantra is giving yourself self-love, and that's why it's the summer of self-love, because that's going to be a goal for you. 
I'm not saying you have to sit down right after this is done and pfft, there's my mantra. Maybe it'll take you a few days to really think or jot some words down that you believe you want to be your mantra. And just like a writer, you sit down and you have these words and you formulate that sentence or those couple of sentences or maybe it's just those words to internalize and give yourself self-love no matter what is going on in the world around you. I mean, if you're in a doctor's office, for example, I have white coat syndrome, so my blood pressure goes through the roof when I go to a doctor's office. And when I'm sitting there waiting for them to call my name, my anxiety is so overboard. I can't even explain it. I love when I go to a doctor like the dermatologist and I know they're not going to take my blood pressure because I know it's going to be high and when they tell me what it is, it makes me freak out even more. So what do I do? I sit there in that chair and as I feel that anxiety rising, that anxiety is not helping me. It's not giving me self-love. It's negative anxiety for myself. So how do I nurture myself in that moment? I close my eyes. Yes, I'll close my eyes in the middle of a doctor's office or put my sunglasses on so they can't see it and repeat the mantra. I have the power inside myself to conquer over and over until I start to feel a sense of calm come over me. It's as simple or as hard as that. If it's a practice that you continue to do over and over again, the easier it will become for you, the more comfortable you'll feel in it. And you may even change your mantra over time because, listen, I'm hoping as we listen to this podcast and you take some of my ideas that you begin to grow and you begin to learn and identify ways to love yourself. And this is one of those ways. By creating a mantra, and as you change and nurture yourself more, your mantra can change, or your mantra can change based on what is going on in your world and how you need to give yourself love internally. Punch that bully out and bring that cheerleader on who's always rooting for you inside your head. I mean, isn't that a better vision? Instead of seeing that bully with that face and their tense stance inside your head, Seeing that cheerleader, and I don't mean it has to be a cheerleader with the pom-poms. I mean somebody in your corner whispering to you how good you are, how great you are, how you can handle anything, how you can get through this. I mean, imagine that picture. It's so much more pleasing to think of that inner cheerleader. And so create your mantra. Take the next few days if you need to. And identify, I have the power in myself to conquer. I've said that a few times, more than a few times right now, and I feel it. Even saying it out loud, you can say it out loud to yourself also. There is definitely um, some type of chemical reaction that I feel when I say it internally versus saying it out loud. I do notice it affects me differently. Sometimes I can't say it out loud based on where I am, but if I can, it definitely resonates in a different way with inside of me because I'm feeling the vibration of my words and all that goes with it. And it really is an empowering experience. Here's another way. 
If a mantra is difficult for you, you try this, it doesn't work for you, you're not comfortable with what I'm saying, I'm not, I don't think you should force yourself to do anything you're really uncomfortable with. But you're going to be a little uncomfortable because it's something new that you've never done before. So if it's something that you really just can't get into, you try it, it's not working for you, here's another way to give yourself love. Imagine a picture. Yes, I said a picture. I'm not saying of a person or people. An image. An image that you know warms your heart. That when you look at it, it stimulates all your senses and makes you feel at peace and makes you feel calm. And so in those moments of anxiety and feeling depressed or that inner bully is coming along, you envision this particular picture, or maybe you have a few. Have it on your phone if you can't visualize. For some people, it's very hard to visualize images on a prompt immediately when you need it. Put it on your phone. Pull up the picture. For me, here's a picture that I use. It's, it's even on my background, on my um, Facebook right now, personal Facebook. I see the tall, tall sunflowers in a field of sunflowers. The yellow petals, the deep, dark brown, round center. The aroma that I can feel through these sunflowers. And I can just see them swaying in the wind together as almost as if they're dancing in one stroke to the next stroke, moving together, almost as if it's a melody. And it's so beautiful to watch and feel and smell. Yes, that's what I get from a picture that I look at full of a field of sunflowers. And it just, the colors and everything make me feel good inside and, and knowing what a sunflower smells like and watching the melodic way in my head of them swaying back and forth brings a sense of calm over me. And in that moment of visually thinking of that sunflower field or pulling it up on my phone, I'm giving myself self-love. I'm taking a moment to take care of me. Me, not my spouse or significant other, not my friends, not my children, not parents, not grandparents. Just me. You know that person who tends to fall to the wayside while you're taking care of everybody else. You, you need self-love just as much as the significant people in your world that you give them. You need it yourself. And if you've got that learned behavior of constantly giving yourself negative thought process, it's time for you to change. It's time for you to make it a daily goal of giving yourself self-love. And I know it can be hard. And I know that I'm not saying this with 
any great ease that I expect you to be able to just go out and do it. And if you can, great. But it, if you're really reflecting with inside yourself, it should take you some time to figure out the words for your mantra or to find a picture. Maybe you need to search through the internet a perfect picture that the minute you look at it, calms you down, makes you feel good, and makes you feel happy. A lot of us are very visual, so that picture aspect of using to give yourself love is a good concrete physical way if that's what you need. If It's hard for you to create words and put them together. I don't say that's easy for everybody. I understand that. I'm a writer, so words do come easier to me. But I get mental blocks also in writing. I mean, sometimes I'll sit down at my computer to create a blog and there's like a brick wall in front of me and no words are flowing and I have to change my environment or put some music in my ears or maybe go be by myself, not having other people talking around me, whatever. So for me to focus. So if you are that type of person, you know, maybe a picture is a better way to give yourself that self-love, to change that negative self-talk that's going on. Remember, we want to block that negative self-talk. We want to push it out. It's going to come, depending on what's going on in your world, sometimes more frequently than others, and we have to find ways to combat that, those coping skills. And so in your leisure time, I want you to start to um, experiment a little bit in what helps you push that bully, that internal bully out of your head. And what can you fill your time with? So now you've got mantras, you've got pictures, and now we're talking about your time, your leisure time. What can you do in that leisure time? Your leisure time should be a minimum of 30 minutes. Nothing is going to be productive or leave a lasting impression if it's less than 30 minutes. So really, really try to schedule in 30 minutes and in that leisure time, what can you do to punch the bully back, get the bully out of your head, and bring on the cheerleader? I really can't give you an idea to help you. You all know what leisure skills are. It can be from sports to going to the movies to going to a bookstore to taking a walk with a friend to reading a good book. You know what kind of puts yourself at ease to stop that negative self-talk and what you can do, physically do, in that leisure time to push it out, push out the negativity and bring out the healthy thought process. That's your end goal, is to bring in that healthy thought process. And the more you do this, you're training your brain. You hear me say that a lot. You're training your brain. The minute those negative thoughts start to come in, you start to push them out. It becomes an exercise for you. Just like when you're using the weights, right? First time you pick up 20-pound weights, it's like you think your arms are going to break. The more you exercise with those weights, the easier it becomes. The stronger you become. It's the same concept with self-love and giving yourself self 
positive talk within, internally, with inside yourself. So you've got to put the effort in. This is something that's just going to happen overnight. And when I say put the effort in, a lot of you go, eh, I don't want to. Well, if you don't want to, you're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay in that same revolving door. <coughs> Excuse me. Of negative negativity internally. And that's not giving yourself self-love. Now, summer's moving along. And that's why I called it the summer self-love. Because I want you to feel a little bit of that pressure to get these goals accomplished within the summer months. Yep. So get to it and get thinking. I want to share some quotes. I went and researched that. I love to use quotes sometimes, and I read them a few times over and over to myself to fully get the meaning behind the author, what they really mean or what it means to me. And quotes can be really powerful, just like that mantra. It's just a few words, but it makes you think, and it makes you look with inside yourself. So I'm going to share a few self-love quotes that I looked up. Okay, here's my first quote by Laura Bruneru. Now, this one is, for me personally, this quote just kind of, I don't know, wraps me up and kind of explains who I am a little bit to you. Fashion is my way to express how much I love myself. And I just went through this the other day. So when I read this quote, it kind of made me feel good. I had some friends take me out for my birthday that's coming up and you know, I, I love hats and so, and I dressed up. Now, yes, I was going out for my birthday lunch. I knew I might be a little bit dressed over the top. I had these golden kind of pants on and this hat on. And I knew I'd probably stand out a little bit. And even driving in my car, I was like, oh, why did I wear this outfit? Why? Because it's who I am. It's my creativity. And I said to myself, own it, bitch own it, bitch. And I did. And I walked into that restaurant and I owned it and I didn't feel comfortable. And I really didn't think about what my friends were thinking about me or other people. Nobody else was wearing a hat in the restaurant. And I don't mean a baseball hat. I mean, you know, those cute sun hats that people wear. So, you know, you've got to own who you are and, and what you represent. And if you like bright colors, wear bright colors and be a little different. Own it. It shows self-love because you're allowing yourself to be really who you are. Okay. If you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Dr. Maya Angelou. That's another one that kind of falls into that category. Uh, if you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. How many of you just try to follow the crowd and fit in and do what your friends are doing or your family is doing, but there's that little voice inside of you that wants to do different things, wants to challenge yourself, but you never really do it. It's the summer of self-love. It's time for you to do those things. It's time for you to be a little different and not do what everybody else does. I was stuck in that zone once where I felt like I had to be like everybody else because if I expressed my in real internal thoughts on how I wouldn't buy that or never spend that kind of money on something that a friend was, I, did, I didn't fit in. Well, now I say it. I say what I believe and I say what I feel. And there's a sense of 
empowerment there and self-love because I'm being true to me. Okay, here's a real famous person quote. Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who you're than you. Dr. Seuss. I'm going to read it again because it was kind of a tongue twister for me. Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. Nobody alive is youer than you. You are unique. You are individual. Be it. Embrace it. Give yourself that self-love of being truly who you are at the core. Don't let your history and your bad experiences affect the rest of your life to being really who you are, that person inside of you that might have been derailed somewhere in childhood because of, of a negative grow, background of growing up or, or being bullied in school, and, and it changed you. But that part of you before all that happened is still in there. Find it. No one is youer than you. Pull that out of you. Or maybe it's just been laying dormant and asleep. Let it come back out. Give yourself that love. Here's another great one. Life tried to crush her, but only succeeded in creating a diamond. I read that again. Life tried to crush her, but only succeeding in creating a diamond. John Mark Green. So as it's trying, life is trying to pulverize you. In that process, the strength and the will that comes out of you from that creates a beautiful diamond. You know, we all have those scars that we go through. The wounds that we hold physically on the outside of us and within inside of ourselves that we carry with us. We all have wounds. And it's how do we let those wounds control our lives? I always say they're my war wounds because whether it's physically things that have been cut off of me that you can see or trauma and experiences that I've had in my life, they're my war wounds because I've come out of them stronger, more independent, more self-assured. I took those challenging times in my life and turned them around to work for me, to make me more powerful to make me stronger. Here's another one. Unconditional self-love is all that really matters in life. It's where real life begins, anonymous. So when you start to give yourself unconditional self-love, kick the bully out, and when it comes back in, you push it right back out, it's where your real life starts to begin because it's fresh, it's new, and it may be the very first time that you start to function without that inner bully. Using those positive self-mantras, giving yourself self-love during your leisure time, looking at those beautiful pictures. Maybe you haven't had beautiful in such a long, long time. This is your summer to grab a hold of it. Okay, I hope you're not getting bored with my quotes. This is my last quote. I really wanted to end on this quote. Um, it kind of wraps up everything I've talked about today. It um, just summarizes my thoughts 
that I have for you and my hopes for you after listening to this podcast and in your summer of self-love. This is another anonymous one. Healthy self-love means being gentle with the soul within. You. To love oneself is the purest, bravest thing. Anybody in the entire world can experience self-love. Just do the simple acts of love for yourself, and then your authentic self begins. I'm going to read it one more time because this is how I would like to end this podcast today. Healthy self-love means being gentle with the soul within you. To love oneself is the purest, bravest thing. Anybody in the entire world can experience self-love. Just do the simple acts of love for yourself, and then your authentic self begins. It's time to get off this Pull those earbuds out, get off your computer, get off your phone, and start to find your authentic self. I love that, your authentic self. Thanks, Anonymous. It's a beautiful way to step out into the world today or tomorrow or the next day, thinking about your authentic self, how this summer you're going to give yourself self-love, and you're going to move forward, and you're going to change old habits and behaviors because you're evolving and you're growing. And that's healthy. Go out during your leisure time and find new and exciting healthy things that you can do that will nurture you, that will protect you, that will give you the love that you need. Sometimes we can't always depend on others to give us love. We must take that control with inside ourselves. Because ultimately we know what the perfect amount of self-love is for ourselves to change our heart, our thoughts, and the way we move and interact in the world. Thank you so much for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. There's a lot to do out in this beautiful weather. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. And until next week, go out and love yourself this summer. And ciao, my friends.